Well, hello there. Welcome to another episode of Say Something Interesting, the follow-up podcast from East Lake Tri-Cities, coming to you post-Easter. Uh, my name's Brent, with me, as always, is Megan. Hi. And we are on this, like, post-Easter high. It was, uh, it, it's it's our biggest day as a church. It's Megan's busiest day, um, <laughs> and we always laugh about it because she does our uh, all of our Connect cards. If you fill out a Connect card, per request, mark a next step, blah, 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 blah. Megan sees it, and she's got to type it. So I meant yeah. to, last week, say to you, really, if you could this week, kind of write out real long prayers <laughs> that like just ramble on and don't make any sense, because she has to type them in. With like horrible handwriting. Yeah. yeah. My question is, do you, if, if they spell something wrong on the card, do you correct them and then put them in, or do you like put Occasionally, the spelling Occasionally, I correct the spelling. Occasionally, I leave the Because every once in a while, I'll get one, I'm like... You know, ah, uh, please play for my work, W-E-R-K, yeah. and you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> I think Megan just yeah. let that one slide. I think she just Occasionally, I guess, on words, and then this is what I say in my brain. Eh, God knows what they need. Yeah, that's a good answer. Good timing. Good uh, yeah. stuff. So, we had surprisingly few Connect cards, though, yesterday. That's crazy. That's yeah. unbelievable. We had a great turnout for Easter. Uh, I did, mean, it was consistent yeah. at each service, but... Added, uh, added the 8 a.m. service, bright and early. Uh, one of the things that uh, you may not know about, but we did we we try and get as many things bases covered as early as possible for Easter, so no surprises on Sunday morning. Because a, we just sent out a lot of mailers in the community. B, we're starting an hour and a half earlier than we usually do, um, so there's just not enough time. Usually, you have to be like, ah, oh, we'll figure it out. We've got enough time to figure that out. Um, that, uh, so Saturday we came in, we had a work day, we had a work crew come in, awesome people showed up early, tested everything, found out we ran out of connect cards. We had to go print some of those off, uh, but that's yes. fine. Uh-huh. That wouldn't happen on Sunday uh-huh. morning. That's why we did it on Saturday. Uh, something else happened Saturday that we were like, oh crap, well, we figured it out. Anyways, <laughs> then we get into the, uh, auditorium on Sunday morning. This is at, uh, 630 and our projector's not turning on, which doesn't sound like a big deal. You just go on without it. Except for the fact that it has all the words to all of the songs, um, and it has our intro video, which is like how we do announcements and everything. Like literally, if that goes down, like it's just it's just not a good deal, no, not a big not. deal. And it, it had nothing to do. It wasn't the projector per se. It was some sort of connection between the computer and the feed because we didn't have our TV. Because I was like, we'll just show the TV on the stage, but nothing. We had nothing. Oh no! Until about five minutes before service starts. <laughs> so I am sure first service, my armpits were just like a sweaty mess in terms yeah. of like what you could see from the stage because um, we were freaking out. But yeah. kudos to Andrew and the team yeah. and Brandon. It was a really funny moment because we were talking about like crying during the music and Andrew's like, yeah, I was crying earlier this morning too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but it was not about the music. It yeah. was about the projector. So. Yeah. And, oh, man. He had something. Uh, I think I can share this. I'm, I'm going to share this. Uh, he had something that was delivered from Amazon uh, to his house, some sort of a cable that was kind of a backup thing that we didn't think we would need, but then we ended up obviously needing it because we stole some stuff. We poached some stuff in the elementary room and then left them with basically nothing. So <laughs> <laughs> we're going to, uh, we, we had this and he's like, it's got delivered to my house. Amazon said it was delivered on Saturday. It's there. He sends somebody to go to his house. Uh, Elizabeth's there with new baby and like getting guests at 7 th- 7.45 in the morning, people knocking on the door going, Andrew sent me over, let me in, making yeah. sure it's the right house. I just walked in. She's like, I'm sure she's like, he looked over at me while he's on the phone. He's like, she's going to kill me. She's, <laughs> she is going to kill me. And they can't find it. 
uh, they can't find the box from Amazon. He's like, I swear it's been delivered. It should be on the counter. It should be on the front doorstep. It should be whatever. Nothing, nothing. So anyways, once finally things got started, he ended up driving his car and it was in his mailbox because Amazon uh, in the mailbox. Like, who does that, Amazon? When does that ever happen? Yeah, unless they did it with like USPS. Yeah, they must have done something different. So it was crazy town <laughs> morning. But all in all, it was a, a great day. Thank you to those of you who made it out. And maybe by chance, this is the first podcast you're listening to. Somehow you found out that... We, uh, we do this, uh, and so I probably should give some sort of an intro to this. Like we said at the very beginning, it's just a follow-up podcast. Uh, it does a little bit of a message recap. It also just kind of catches us up on life, a chance, another outlet to, to be able to make that happen. And then we also usually uh, end with something interesting that we have found, read, or experienced. Uh, and so that's the yeah. the point of the whole thing. So how's your Easter? It was good. I was- mean, besides, let's go post Post church or yeah. nothing, not related to church, but other than well, that. Well, I got a really, I the only Easter basket I got was from your wife, and it was a bag full of like snacks and treats to sustain me through the extra long service time. Yeah, because she's, she's so the awesome sweetest. With that. Um, and then just had like a low key day with my parents and did a ton of laundry and. She know, made stuff. um her kind of I'll say annual I don't know if she's done it every year but I'll say annual orange scones from uh the Magnolia Home. Joanna yeah. Gaines book recipe. Oh, Lordy. Those things are so good. I They're brought good. you one this morning. I hate it. It's uh, As a gone. payment, I was a little bit late for podcasting, <laughs> and I thought I had two in the car. I was like, I could do I could do both of these. I could, I'm hungry this morning. And uh, then on the way, I thought, you know what? Megan would appreciate this. So I greased the wheels a little bit. Yeah, yeah. She's, she, but she makes that. Yeah, she, she's awesome. Yep. She uh she did that. So we, uh, we ended up hosting at our house a little Easter egg hunt because my mom mm-hmm. got sick. Um, and so did my brother-in-law. So they were supposed to do it at my parents' house, and both of them got sick. Now, Pat, for pastors to call out on Easter because they're sick, you better have, like, a doctor's note. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah, I do know Like, that's mean. like... Like I didn't feel great yesterday. I've got a little bit of a head cold, and I was... And by the third service, I, I, I could, like, hear my voice, like, in my head, but, like, it felt like I was a disembodied... Like, it was weird. Like, the closing <laughs> out, I needed to pop my ears, but I couldn't take the time to do that. Anyways, I'm not saying I'm like a valiant <laughs> warrior <laughs> to fight through that either. I'm just saying, uh, mm. like when I, my, my dad goes, yeah, she was sick. I go, was she like puking sick? Like puking in the car on the way there, yeah. you know? And he's like, I don't know. <laughs> I said, you get a doctor's note and it's, it's hard. It's your wife. What do you yeah. do? You know? Um, yeah. But, uh, and then Eric, same thing. He's a worship leader. Worship leader oh, calls wow. in sick on Easter Sunday. Oh, wow. Oh, man. Oh, terrible. So I thought the projector thing was bad. That probably is more of a stressful thing. Yeah. But they made it through. We always make it through. It always works. Yeah. It always comes out on Easter, too. Yeah. At least, like, I don't really believe in, like, too much, like, spiritual warfare type thing. She's like, I'm not, like, the devil's in the deep, whatever. Yeah. But, like, she's like, it's just weird. It's just odd. Yeah. It's weird that that kind of stuff happens. I have those moments, <clears> too, because <throat> I'm not huge on spiritual warfare either. Yeah. But, like, there are definitely moments in my life where I'm, like, that is the devil trying to stop yeah. me from doing what I'm supposed to do. Exactly, right. <laughs> Which but, sounds cuckoo when I, think, I say it, but... <laughs> I think my kids did four Easter egg hunts over the weekend. Wow. Yeah. Good work, guys. So um, we often get the question, because uh, they did the Carousel of Dreams. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did CBC, which my wife took them there for that one, and there were so many kids that my kids got 
three eggs. Like total, total. your four children got three eggs. Well, Clive's not really. <laughs> oh, okay, in but yeah, yeah, it was bad. I don't know. He was into the eggs on the floor in the lobby yesterday. Oh yeah, loves those. He yeah. really wanted to like throw them around. Yeah, he'd like chucked one, and I was like, oh, maybe not. Yeah. <laughs> so they did both of those, and then they did another one somewhere too, and then the one that that our house. Anyways, um, so so many options and so many things. We often get asked the question, hey, why don't you guys do an Easter egg hunt at Eastlake? And my response is always, look at how many are available out there. Like, why would we do another? Like, the Tri-Cities does not need another <laughs> church egg hunt. <laughs> not to mention, we have no grass and no yard. Yeah. It would be parking lot egg hunt, the yeah. most dangerous egg hunt your kid will experience <laughs> this year. It'd be like a frogger egg hunt. Oh, totally. That'd be fun. <laughs> yeah, totally. There were eggs. They got to. They did. Look we did them eggs. in the lobby afterward. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming they did them. I I never made it yeah, out they in did time them. to see it. They so were out there. I was Kids were picking them up in the front. Um, but uh, okay, good. Yeah, good. And Kona ice. We had Kona ice afterwards. Yes, we did. Little uh, snow cone ice cream stuff. It was pretty great. Yeah, they had the adult flavors in the uh, in the back. You had to ask uh, for those. Did you know that? No, I didn't. Oh know yeah, that. I got a nice sangria one. It was delicious. <laughs> White wine spritzer, no alcohol in it. They're all because uh, you know the, yeah. the, the, the flavors. It was it was great. So <laughs> next year, pro tip, parents, go to ice. What do you got in the back? What's in the back? <laughs> uh, good stuff. I just went for the sugar filled. Uh, I did tiger's blood and pina colada. Uh that's a go to. That's cool. Yeah. Clutch. Uh, let's let's talk message stuff. Yeah. Um, I mean, typical Easter message. I joke every year; it's the same dang message. Um, uh, hopefully, you spruce it up enough to be able to make it fresh and make it feel important. And you want to cover the bases, but you also want to um, you also want to try and make it uh, an experience. I, I I had a good line in the 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 third service where I talked about how what I want to do is try and operate like a tour guide for you as we go through the scriptures leading up to this. Because I feel like anytime you go on a tour of the tour guide, the, the added experience of somebody who kind of is more familiar with the terrain perhaps provides some insights that you just wouldn't get there normally. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so anyways, that was the, the point of, uh, uh, of walking through kind of the, the different gospel takes on finding the tomb empty and the expectations that nobody expected resurrection. Uh, and then went heavy into Peter's um, Peter's thoughts about the centrality of the crucifixion as like a permanent fixture, a necessary fixture um, for uh, for the faith, for the Christian faith being the actual physical resurrection of Jesus as a motivation for the disciples, as a point, as something to point to be like, how do you have any confidence in this? And we we've talked about it like a house of cards before. And how a lot of times churches plant too many things at the base of, of a house of cards. Like, hey, if you pull away the actual, um, you know, seven-day creation story, if you pull away um, the mandatory uh, authorship of Paul, of every single book that was potentially attributed to Paul, like including Hebrews, um, and you say, eh, it might, it might have been somebody else, then you pull that away and everything comes crashing down. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I'm on, on board with, like, we do not place very many things at the bottom. And I've said that from the very beginning. Our dogma list is enti- is crazy low uh, for our church. However, one of those things <laughs> is this idea. And um, you can kind of critique and be like, it's kind of ridiculous. And there's some things I saw come out on Twitter yesterday from a New York Times epi- uh, uh, article from um, 
uh, Simone, Sharon, ah, it starts with an S, can't remember the name right now, um, about how for her, the idea of resurrection is enough and I don't need the actual physical resurrection of it. And then, and then the follow-up from a bunch of Christian authors who I respect and people who are, are um, I don't know, pretty smarter than I am go, yeah, this is kind of like the one area that we just can't budge either. So yeah. it was just, it was it was I mean, a that's good the, reminder. That's the central point. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If that didn't happen, we don't have Christianity. Yeah, you, like Paul says, you're lost in your faith, and we are to be most pitied of all people, yeah. right? Um, then we're kind of worse off than we were from the beginning because yeah. we gave up so much because of this. So, yeah. Yeah, it's not like it's a non-negotiable. Right. Um, I had a funny conversation with John Inman in between one of the services about how he asked you what you were going to talk about, and you were like, uh... The same thing I talk about for eight that I've yeah. been talking about for eight years. Yeah, it's the same message. Um, yeah. <laughs> like it's the same message. It's one of the fun, easiest ones to write because I'll just go back through previous years and be like, I remember that joke working well. I'll pull that joke from there or this. I remember that perspective working well. Um, but then you also do have to be like, okay, how do I how do I do it so anybody that's been a part of East like eight years goes, I see what he did there. Yeah, <laughs> I know what he's doing. I write next year's for him. You yeah. Know what I mean? Uh, but I think you have a lot of like energy and passion on Easter, and so that yeah, like rooms full. Are you yeah. kidding me? And like, so that kind of brings some like newness to the whole situation. So the, the room me- is full, and we had one of the best intro video clips. Oh, uh, it was so good! Yeah, Nate Bargatze's stand up, which I we yeah. kind of greenlit here at the end of one of the uh, say something interesting it's a while back. It's the new Netflix special by Nate Bargatze, and we've shown two clips from it now, and the dead horse one is just. Like, it was so funny. And I, I just won't forget it. Like, I, <laughs> I bring it up all the time, I, you know? Um, and the best part about that was somebody comes up to me after service, I think it was Katie Haynes, and said, you forgot the best part of that story. That horse ain't dead. <laughs> the horse, it was asleep, and he didn't know that horses sleep on their sides. So he sees this horse later, and he's like, that was the best looking horse I've seen in a while. <laughs> so healthiest looking horse I've ever seen. <laughs> Oh my gosh! So funny, like that whole idea of yeah. what we thought was dead is not dead. Yeah. You you missed it on Easter, Brent. You missed it. Yeah, I kind of did. That's okay. That's why we have this. <laughs> uh, it was a really funny clip. Yeah. Uh, anything else for you that stood out from? Uh, um, you didn't have notes this time. No, Sorry, that's I don't okay. know what happened. I was, you know, what it was. I was in the uh, auditorium trying to figure out how yeah. to get this projector on. <laughs> yeah, it's not a big deal. Um, I like took notes and I usually she has a set of I should we should explain that we usually you have a full set of my notes everything that I yeah. see you see um, as you, as you're going through so that when we meet in the middle um, you're not like you said something about this but I you know I got lost in that anyways you yeah. didn't have that on Sunday so you just re- you just got to experience it like a average bystander yeah I mean <laughs> an average bystander who is now like trained to be critical of yeah. what you're doing yeah who never <laughs> listens uh non-judgmentally yeah. to anything that I ever uh, said. <laughs> so I definitely was like taking notes so I was looking at my notes before this and I was like this is all just like mid-service critique this is not anything that I want to share on the podcast yeah but uh I just you just I don't know you do a really great job on Easter it's like always one of your best messages and very centralizing. I think that's the best part of Easter for me is just how centralizing it is. And like, because I've been a Christian my whole life, it's that reminder of this is the reason like this is here. This is where you like put your, like, I don't know. A very clear reminder of how there are like, you have to, 
you you want as a communicator, as a pastoral communicator or whatever, you want to go into every weekend going, there are going to be people here who don't believe the same things that you believe. How do you create a safe space for them to be able to, um, like, find it interesting and challenging, but, like, not feel like it's exclusive us versus them is what we believe, this is what you believe, and whatever, right? And so on Easter, it's one of those ones where I'm so aware of it. Not only do I have people coming up going, hey, my neighbor's coming today, so... Aubrey Pitzer, don't screw it up <laughs> five minutes before service starts. Um, uh, but there's all, there's always like, you didn't have to, you don't have to tell me that. Like, I know that. Like, yeah. we dropped off 45,000 mailers and it hit everybody. Which, in side so note, and whatever. Yeah. Um, I am on it. Yes. Oh, that, I didn't know that. Let's bring that up. <laughs> let's talk about that. You're famous. Like, I know. So, 45,000 homes saw your face this week. My, I have a friend who lives in and Pasco. your picture, by the way, was bigger than my picture. Yeah, it was. I, I don't think I've ever been on a mailer before. I think you have. I, jo- uh, maybe me and John Kylie? were talking about it. I, I don't, don't think so. I but anyways. Like, anyway. Um, but yours was like twice as big as mine, for sure. It was a way better picture than A way yours. better picture than mine. <laughs> mine was distant and fuzzy and whatever, yes. And mine was like me smiling really You big. and Eric. Me yeah. and Eric, yeah. So Our prodigal son made it. Made I did I remember the photographer being there that day, and I kind of remember him taking pictures of us, like me and Eric, talking to each other. But I did not know I was going to be on the mailer. Yeah. And then I was like, and I didn't get one because I live in Kennewick, and you didn't send them to Kennewick. Oh, yeah. And so I like got there and I was like, oh, I want to see the mailer. And I turned it over and I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm on it. <laughs> so usually <laughs> we have to call and ask for permission for people. <laughs> you did it for me. No, because I need to say yes. <laughs> um, almost every time, though, we do have to email somebody and be like, hey, is okay? here's what it looks like. Is OK? Because this is going out in the community. And with you, it just and I didn't ask Eric either. I just... <laughs> Uh, perm- you know <laughs> forgiveness rather than permission i guess so. so then i like i actually stole one like you do with Good. newspaper clippings yeah absolutely and i like took it and showed my parents and um then last night i got a text from one of my friends and it was a picture of the mailer and it was like megan you're famous you're so famous <laughs> which is what i said to eric he like walked in and i was like look we're famous <laughs> <laughs> so that photographer that day uh, uh was taking uh, so many different photos uh, but he would he would do the whole like ten photos within a second type thing, and so it'd be like you know like that kind of thing. And uh, he had a like a, a strip of Kylie like like probably ten or eleven or twelve photos, and I was showing her, and they're all like mid blink or mouth <laughs> is like moving off, and she was like, "Do I look like that? Like what is wrong? Like at, he took like twenty photos. How are none of them good of me? Like." What is wrong with Which my is face? Coconuts, because she's like one of the most ridiculously beautiful I, humans I know. ever. It's crazy. So. <laughs> it's so crazy. Also, I loved her Easter picture she posted of your family. Yeah. All of you are like blinking. We, yeah, except for Jovi. Like, except for Jovi. She's so focused, man. She looked adorable. Rule follower. Yeah, absolutely. I'm not even, I don't know how that worked. Yeah. That was, it was the best. Yeah. Uh, good stuff. Uh, do you, uh, on Easter, are you the kind of person that will go listen to other sermons, other messages, other things from other people or anything? Not usually. Not usually? Just take oh. what you got? Good. Yeah. Did you do any devotionals or uh, Easter Lent preparation for this? Um, I did do, I gave, like, I gave up something for Lent, um, but not, like, I usually try and do it, do something that's going to, like, help me focus on things I need to be focused on or um, not necessarily just like to spend more time with yeah. 
like in prayer or whatever. But sure. so I gave up TV um, <gasps> for Lent, which has actually been really great because then I'm not doing that instead of school. So did and you just binge watch last night? No, because I have like a paper due on Friday. <laughs> oh. So <laughs> oh, that doesn't help. Uh, but part of what I do, what I'll do for Lent is do something so that it becomes a habit. And so now that I've kind of gotten out of the habit of turning on the TV and watching something, it's not like, I don't, it's like, okay, I could, I don't have to do that anymore. And so like, I think one year I actually like started exercising for Lent and then like, and I still do that. And it's been just like a habit that's really great. The one, like I gave up sugar one year that did not become habit forming. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, that's hard to avoid. That orange scone that I gave you earlier, lots of sugar. Yeah, oh, for sure. Um, so yeah, that did not become habit forming at yeah. all. But yeah, so I do that. I will often give up something or like start something for. Ali's Lent. always been really good at Lent stuff. Um, dessert for her a lot of times is what she'll do, or or yeah, some sort of a habit forming thing. She went through a book recently called Atomic Habits that she really liked, and she's better at that than I am because I just you know blaze through the the lent deal and uh mm-hmm. I, I love easter I, I will uh probably go on and listen to like three different messages this week of guys who did their easter message i think that um they are typically i mean you should the pastor should be at the top of their game you should be like like this should be most entertaining like whatever Je- um my buddy jeremy um who's in missouri sent me a video that they were going to show of a testimony of some a guy who started coming to church and hadn't been to church forever just one of those stories of mm-hmm. like what we would call our east like eddie or, or the our target audience or you know somebody who just completely was like anti-church um, decides uh, something goes through some trials or whatever, and decides, all right, I'm gonna like check it out. Figures out that it's not weird, that it's normal, and he's like, I'm trying to get my family into it, but my 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 wife, who were originally grown up even more in church than I was, was like not interested at all. So he's like, I found myself like sneaking out to go to a Bible study in the morning because um, I didn't want to <laughs> like like let her know that I was doing this church thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, it was one of those stories as you show in the video, it's like a six minute testimony story, my story, I think is what they call it. And it was just like, uh, like it just rips you your heart and you're going, mm-hmm. dude, that's it, man. That's, that's the, that's what you, that's what I want. Um, I was trying to figure out how to steal that video, show it on Eddie's like on Sunday, <laughs> just change it over, you know, overdub the words and be uh-huh. like, uh, so I went to East Lake, and <laughs> then I saw Pastor Brent. You know, whatever. Um, uh, everyone so. who goes regularly be like, "Who is that?" Yeah, I don't know who that guy is. That's weird. Huh. Our church is still small enough that you kind of recognize people at least a little bit. That's true. So maybe like, wow, that's. <laughs> yep. Too funny. Too funny. Good yeah. stuff. All right. Uh, yeah. Well, let's let's transition to. Yeah. Uh, so we end. Uh, Easter was a one-time shot. Like, we don't do a series on Easter. Uh, we are starting a brand new series this weekend called Something Your Significant Other Needs to Hear. I thought it was Stuff Your Significant Other Needs yeah, to Hear. Yeah, what did I say? I think Stuff. Yeah, okay, Stuff. Yeah, Stuff <laughs> your, your Significant Other Needs to Hear. Just a series Maybe something. on I think the, it was basic, stuff, bl- I think blind spots and relationships uh, that every one of us have. And uh, sometimes we just need people to tell us about it. And, and uh, we can point it. It's so easy to spot in other people and very hard to, to do it in ourselves. So I think it's going to be a fun uh, should be a fun series. Uh, three or four weeks, I think, is going to be this one, and then we'll we'll bounce into uh, so, some other stuff there for heading into the summer. So, yeah. um, so hopefully, you can join us for that. If you missed Easter's talk, you can go to eastlake dot com slash talks. That is going to be up there on Tuesday, 
and uh, we'll make that happen. But all right, let's transition. Something interesting, Megan, that you have found. You got your info, you told me, from yep. our friend Margo. Yep. Um, who ever since she sent me one a while back, <laughs> and I had already had one, and I haven't received anything, and I didn't do it. I missed it. <laughs> and then she hasn't sent me anymore. So if you're uh, listening, Margo, I apologize. Please come back to me. Come back to me. Hook me up. Um, yeah. So this is kind of like three parts a little bit. Um, first of all, it's Earth Day, so it's a little bit related oh, to that. Happy Earth Day. Happy Earth Day, everyone. Um, which side note, interesting fact, yeah. is the celebrate is the birthday of like John Sierra, I believe. And so or John some John Muir. Oh, who okay. was the founder of the Sierra Club? Got it. That's, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so I think that's why Earth Day is today, is because that's his birthday. Um, also, this is a little bit to do with I don't know if anybody noticed in the news this week, but um, Notre Dame, which is the yes. big cathedral in Paris, um, like a you huge. You said it correctly too. Look at you. Yeah, <laughs> a huge portion of its roof just like. Uh, they don't really even know why, but it went into flames and destroyed like all of this really. I think they figured out it was a short circuit for uh, an electrical okay. thing. But I hadn't heard that part. Yeah. But so this is related to Which that. I'm glad it wasn't like a like yeah, arson thing or something. Yeah, like I'm that. glad too yeah. that it was kind of just an accident. Right. Um so uh, in Paris, in an attempt to increase biodiversity and help the planet and all of that, they have installed beehives into varying places throughout the city um, a lot on rooftops some in the like gardens that they have and one of those hive installations was on the rooftop of Notre Dame and so this an article is about oh, this woman had done an article about it earlier and then when the fire happened she was like oh my gosh are the bees okay so they she did some investigating they weren't sure that no one's allowed up there because it's still really structurally unsound and they weren't on the, like, obviously they weren't on the, like, peaked part that really burned. Right. They were on one of the flat parts next to it. And so they got some aerial footage first, and the hives were still there, but they weren't sure if the bees were still alive because of all the smoke and the water yeah, and all right. of that and the heat and all of that. Then, a few days before she published, they spotted a swarm of them on one of the gargoyles. So, turns out the bees are still alive. They made it. They made it. Um, and they like, obviously they still can't go up there and check on them. And we don't know like the health of the hive or whatever, but, um, I like kind of a glimmer of hope in the like sadness of losing this big historical architectural piece is, um, you've been to Paris, you've seen, I've not been to Paris. Oh, That's, okay. um, like one place in Europe, we didn't really go. Okay. Actually, we, there were a couple places we didn't go. We focused mostly on Italy because that's where we lived. Got it, and, yeah. Um, so like if you name all the big places in Italy, I've been there. Mm -hmm. um, and then we did southern Spain and then England and Scotland. So those were kind of our big trips that we did. It's it. interesting because we lived there for three years, but we lived there for three years. Right. And my like brother and sister were in college at the time and I had school. And your dad and had a job. Right. Dad had a job. So. And so, <laughs> like, like we did vacations when normal people do vacations. Right. Um three so, weeks a year or whatever. Yeah. It is. And right. so we like that was we mostly focused on Italy yeah. and did all the big um like things that you want to do in Italy. So so our plan uh, next year is our 15-year anniversary, wedding anniversary, and 10 years at Eastlake. And so my wife and I are going to take our kids 
uh, and our kids, I did, I did say our kids mm-hmm. to Europe for a little European vacation deal. Um, so we've been saving up here for the last, I don't know, year, half, you know, six, six months a year, something like that. And we'll continue to do so. But, uh, like, so we're, we're planning on doing Paris at, uh, and I, my aunt and uncle are missionaries in Belgium. So mm-hmm. our plan is to maybe leave the kids there for a few days and maybe do some of like the Southern stuff, Kylie and I, just Kylie and I, um, but uh, yeah, Paris is on our list of, of places to hit, obviously, when you yeah. go and, and see it. So um, it'll be interesting to see uh, what it's look like, what it looks like uh, post that. It'll be about a year removed, a little more than a year removed mm-hmm. from the fire. So um, I know they're I know they're planning on doing some reconstruction for it, and they're vowing it's going to be big. It is interesting. There was a lot of stuff that came out as a result of this of um, uh, people going, "Hey, wait a second! I thought that the I thought churches have said that buildings don't matter and that the church is all about people, um, and yet um, then there's then there's like this sacred respect for this church. And you saw one of the most powerful moving things I saw were people gathered in the alley out watching this thing burn and singing um, uh, singing hymns, singing mm-hmm. Ave Maria and all these other different things. It was just like this, and, and younger people, not like these a bunch of old people that you know. The, of course, they go to church, right? Mm-hmm. This is this was like it was sad to see uh, that kind of take place, even though probably none or rarely had they stepped foot in there for the reason that it was built, which was to be kind of a a place of of mass and and church. So, um, not kind of that's what it was yeah. for. Um, <laughs> and uh, so yeah, it just it's like that uh, fun. It brings as, as sad as it was, it is bringing up conversations about the sacredness of space in terms of churches. Um, and yeah, it's good. Yeah. But I don't say yeah. It's not good, but it's you you make the best with what you have, right? Yeah. So it is a there's some also some interesting political things happening in France right now, which this is kind of like highlighting and um because you know, all the money that's going to that instead of all these like resources that and people who feel they aren't having resources other places. And right. so it's there's a lot of interesting things that are like kind of trickling down from um this like event that happened. So it's yep. very, it'll be all interesting to watch. Good. <laughs> all right. Uh, my something interesting is uh, a quick show, and I, God, another show, I know. Um, it's <laughs> it's called Afterlife. It's by Ricky Gervais. Do you like Ricky Gervais? I do like Ricky Gervais. I do too. I know he can be off-putting for some people. Like, the I don't know if it's the English accent, or he did the whole scene of the Golden Globes a while yeah. back, and then, like, got asked to never come back and do them again because he's just brutal. He's a little bit mean, yeah. Yeah, he's, like, mean. <laughs> like, But it's that British mean, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I really like British humor, that. though. Yeah, so. I know, me too. So I'm fine with it. Um, and the show's called Afterlife, and it's about uh, his wife p- passes away from cancer. They've been married for almost 25 years, something like that. And so he's got these old videos that he watches of her and he's dealing with the grief of losing his wife. They've got, you know, they had a dog. So she's talking about, uh, you need to take him for walks. You need to do this. And every night he watches these videos and he works in this small town newspaper. Um, and he knows that nobody reads their articles, but he's a journalist and everybody else is taking their job very seriously. And he's having this like moment, a uh, crisis moment in life where he's like, why am I doing any of this? Like, this is, I, all I want to do is, you know, be with her. And, and, uh, anyways, it deals with mortality. I, I, I like stuff that deals with mortality. I think mm-hmm. it gets to, um, kind of serious issues faster than we would normally get to. Um, so uh, we're, I, we're not quite finished with it yet. I think it's seven episodes. I think we're like five in or six in maybe. Um, uh, but it's been, it's been, I wouldn't say funny. There are funny parts to it. Oh, is it, it's kind of like that dark, um, humor, like a Fargo kind of, a yeah. 
Like you're yeah. like, this is funny part. This is not a funny movie, this but is this is funny enough to make me laugh at yeah. points, but like super touching and like there's a um yeah, there's a drug addict guy that gets his in involved in the story and his relationship. I don't know. It's just that yeah, it's it's poignant. How do you how do you poignant. say that? Poignant. Poignant. Anyways, I think that I think that and it's it's probably worth your time and it's on Netflix too. So like, um, you know, a lot of people have Netflix, so you steal it from your parents. <laughs> Go for it. That's what I do. Exactly. I was I was literally saying you steal it from your parents, knowing that that's what you do, or at least guessing that's what you do. All right, that'll do it for this week's episode of Say Something Interesting. How have you found us? We're so glad that you did. Have a great week, everybody. We will be back next week as we recap our new series that we're launching. We'd love to have you in person at nine thirty or eleven. Uh, we do not do if you if you came on East. That was your first time. You're like eight o'clock. That's a great service time. I am literally <laughs> probably pulling into the parking lot at 8 o'clock. There are no services at 8 o'clock uh, on a normal weekend. So back to our regularly scheduled 9.30 and 11. And, I like uh, how on the mailer you had a big old asterisk very next clear, to the 8 o'clock. Very clear. Only on April 21st. Only on April 21st. <laughs> Don't get your hopes up, everybody. All right. That'll do it. Thanks, guys. See you. All right. Bye.